You are now chopping it up with the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. Thank you. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. I'm Taryn Williams. Thank you so much for clicking on this brand new episode. I know it's been a while since the last podcast. I'm sorry about that. I'm trying to work some things out with the schedule. My goal is to hopefully get two podcast episodes up every month. So at least two, so at least be two a month. Hopefully, God willing, we'll see where that goes. But for right now, let's get into this brand new episode. So this episode of the podcast is something I've seen on Facebook. And I've seen some YouTube videos about. And it's talking about, are video games still fun? I think it's a very interesting topic. And so I figured, you know what? Why not, you know, talk about it and give my two cents on the subject? So my first answer is yes, video games are still fun. But I do understand why some people may feel like they aren't fun. And I think a lot of that comes down to there are some very uh, specific things. And one of the biggest things I feel is that I feel like business models for video games aren't the same anymore. I think that's one of the biggest issues to why a lot of games probably don't feel like they don't feel fun. They don't feel like, you know, games back in the early 2000s, late 90s, you know, even some of the mid 2000 games, you know, in the 2010s were a lot of fun. Because I think those games were based around fun. You know, now how big the video game industry is, and, a, and a, just like a lot of other industries, video games are very much a copycat industry. So what's one of the biggest things in the world right now? Um, battle, or battle Royales, you know, having that, having a free Battle Royale mode. That's a really big thing. Not everyone has to have a Battle Royale. Microtransactions, which I think have really killed a lot of triple a game because a lot of studios think oh we can just throw in microtransactions and people will buy it well no you know that's not the case you know if i want to play a game i want to play the game if i want to play to win i would play something you know i would play something else you know i feel like especially that and then of course one of the biggest things i've been adding now is season passes where a lot of games now have a season pass worth of content where you buy the first season you know which is like 25 almost 30 dollars on top of the $60 game, so you buy your game for $60, brand new, and then oh, we're going to do DLC. You can buy every DLC pack that comes out, whereas let's say if it's a fighting game, it's usually like maybe $5 a pop. But now if you get the season pass, though, you get all the characters for that season, and you spend $25. So on top of paying $60, you're paying another $25, so you just pay $85 for a game. And then they do multiple seasons, so you can pick and choose, you know, what characters you want, you know, per pass. Or you drop the $25 and get everything, whether that's new skins, new costumes, new characters, new uh, arenas, or new uh, stages, arenas, uh, new soundtracks for the game, stuff like that. Especially for fighting games, that's kind of what it comes down to. But now, Call of Duty, I think, has a season pass. Fortnite has a season pass. I'm pretty sure Valorant has a season pass. Uh, Fall Guys has a season pass. You know, so all these games now have these season passes where... Now, you know, okay, you can buy stuff, you know, as you see, feel like, oh, you want this outfit, if you want this, or you want that. But if you want the full experience, you got to buy the season pass in order to enjoy, like, some of the new stuff and new contents and stuff like that. Also, day one patches suck. Because back in the 90s, you got a game, you booted it up. If it was trash, it was trash. If it was good, it was good. But now with day one patches, now a lot of games are coming out unfinished. Just a lot of, mm, excuse me. So a lot of these companies can get their games in for the business cycle, you know, so they can make their money for, you know, whatever quarter there is. So they can hit their numbers for the fiscal cycle. So a lot of these games are coming out undercooked. And then they know they're not good. They know they're not done. But we're going to have this day one patch that's 
50 gigs takes an extra, you know, however, like, well, well, depending on how good your internet is, but, you know, okay, you get the game, you install it, or now you wait another 30, 40, 50 minutes for a 50 gig patch to be updated, because this will fix some of the first, these, some of the, the earliest known bugs that we know, we couldn't fix it, but we're going to give, we're going to patch it through this, and if there's any other bugs, we'll fix them down the line, which is crazy, you know, I think that's why a lot of people are saying video games aren't fun. There's a lot of micromanaging stuff with video games now because a lot of games, because games have gotten bigger, they take up a hell of a lot of space. Also, a lot of people probably don't feel like they're getting a lot of bang for the buck now. You know, you're not really getting the value of a game. Games are $60, you know. You want to make sure, like, hey, if you're spending 60 on the game, it should be worth it. You should be playing it for 30, 40, 50, 60 hours. If it's something like Elder Ring, you're playing that joint for 150 hours. You know, that's what you want, though. You feel like you got a lot out of that game. But a lot of games that are really popular that get a lot of the attention are Call of Duty. Call of Duty gets all the marketing ads. NBA 2K, we're in July right now. Me recording this video, uh, me recording this, this podcast, there'll be a video version of the podcast. Or it goes up on YouTube. So video means it'll go up on YouTube. But me recording this podcast, um, Call of Duty is a big game. Man's getting ready to come out in September. Because we're, you know, we're almost in football season again. And the new NBA 2K is about to come out. And they just announced that Michael Jordan's going to be on the cover of 2K23. Yay. But he was already on the cover of 2K10. And I think 2K11 or something crazy. Like, they're, they're even reusing cover athletes. <laughs> you know, it's hard to get excited about that. And also because those three games in particular, there aren't a lot of competition. Like, who's really competing with Call of Duty? Battlefield? I mean, in some regards, yeah, but not really, because Call of Duty makes so much money, it's insane. Who's competing with 2K? Nobody. But one of the cool things about 2K, and I'm going to talk about this really quickly, is that they didn't buy the license for the NBA, or they didn't buy the NBA license. Someone else can make an NBA game if they wanted to, because the license is out there. But the problem is, no one wants to challenge 2K, because 2K has such a hold on the market for officially licensed NBA games, no one wants to touch it. I feel like that's kind of bad because I feel like people should be trying to make a game. Even if you can't do it exactly like 2K, you should be able to do something. And there's, of course, there's Madden. Madden's been the same thing for years, in my opinion. I haven't bought a Madden or a TK or a 2K in like 7 or 8 years. Like, it's been a while since I bought Madden or 2K. Because I got tired of playing the same game or doing the same things. It's just... It wasn't fun. Like I liked when Man, I liked like Man No Four. It's like it was, that was more arcadey. Yes, it was more arcadey. I think that's kind of the point. It was realistic because you had real players, but it was more arcadey. It was fun. You know, I think you need to somehow blend that. But Madden makes to uh, Madden makes EA so much money. They're not gonna do a whole lot. Like they tried to revamp some stuff. I think they did the yard like two years ago, which was supposed to be like, oh, it's like NFL Street. And I was like, if you ever say that, I will slap you. <laughs> if someone was ever in my face and they said that, I would have to fight them. Cause that was not. I watched some gameplay of the yard. That was not. In, that was not NFL Street. I don't know what the hell that was. Like it was. It was just dumb. Like you keep tacking on stuff, but you need to fix the core of the game. Like it's just. I feel like there's a lot of. There's a lot of fun games out there still. And there's a lot of games you probably never heard of. The indie scene. A lot of people that know me know I'm really big in the indie games. I kind of got big in the indie games. Really with the first summer of arcade on Xbox Live for Xbox 360. That's really where I first started to kind of get to know some indie developers and stuff like that. 
But yeah, like now I am a big fan of different indie games. Like I play so many. Like Hades won twenty or thirty games of the years back in twenty twenty one, and so many people were like, "What the hell is Hades?" Like I've never heard of it. It's like good. Now you do go play it. You know, there's so many indie games that are doing. There are so many small developers that are making games with love, with passion. Like the games that we played growing up. You know, so many games now are all about their. You know, you got you got to worry about your bottom line. Your bottom line is important. You got to make money, but also it's a video game. It should be fun. It should be an interactive experience. Like as much as we gave Telltale a lot of, like Telltale got a lot of hell because they were winning Game of the Years like crazy for more interactive stories. They weren't really. The traditional video game but they're interactive stories and they were tearing it up back in their heyday when the first couple of walking dead seasons and stuff like that that telltale did they were making money they were making bank because it was different it was fun and it didn't take a lot out of you like the game was the game you know you played the first year or like the first season that was the game you know then maybe you got the second one that's how it should be you know i think now a lot of video games especially with downloading you know dlc and all this other content and all this other hoopla just give me the game i just want the game and i feel like a lot of indie games are kind of doing that like if you have steam if you have a computer if you have a, a desktop computer a gaming laptop or a steam deck please there are two sports actually there's three but one's on mobile which i'll talk about but there are two um football games you should definitely check out check out sunday rivals by uh 24k games Super dope. The game's actually in, is out of early access, as in its version one for right, uh, for right now. Super fun. More arcadey, kind of like NFL with Lego, because the the characters kind of blocky, they're kind of Legoy, but it's fun. It's intuitive. If you play the game on with snow on, it's some of the best looking snow I've ever seen in any game. You can quote me on that. Some of the best snow, just some of the best looking snow. But if you want something different, check out Sunday Rivals on PC on Steam, and also. Check out Legend Bowl. Legend Bowl against King, uh, King Javo. He actually was. He actually worked on. He actually worked with EA from some of the earlier Madden. So he has kind of an experience with football games. Him and his team were working on Retro Bowl, which is kind of this love letter to pixel art football games. But it has a lot of um, details that were in old 2K football games, where you press A to sprint. You tap A to sprint. If you hold A and you do a move, you do kind of like a super version of. Whatever your skill moves, so you can do like a power or more powerful juke, a more powerful spin, a more powerful stiff arm. There's a pretty good franchise mode in it. You there's customization, there's NFL mods. Like the, the community for the game has been going crazy. So those are two games on Steam. I definitely, I highly suggest you check out. I'm pretty sure they're both twenty bucks. If a little bit, I think they're both about twenty dollars right now on Steam. I mean, you can even catch them on sale for Steam sales. Check them all out. Also, another game I'm gonna throw out there is not on Steam. But it's a mobile game called Retro Bowl. Check out Retro Bowl. It's on mobile and it's also on Switch. It came out on Switch earlier this year in March, I believe. It's on Switch as well. Check out Retro Bowl. If you like Tecmo Bowl growing up, you will, lo you will love Retro Bowl. It's such an intuitive, very simple to control football game. But there's so much depth and there's so much, like, it's so much, there's so much depth since it's a small game. It's very well made. And it's like $6, I think, on Steam. Or not on Steam. It's $6 on Switch. And it's free on mobile. All that you pay for is to get like the, the paver. The paver is like a dollar. Or two dollars. Like support them too. Like check out those games as well. If you want some different sports games. If you're tired of Madden. And also if you're tired of Madden. Don't buy it. Like I know you want a sports game. I know it sucks. I understand that. 
but don't buy it. The only way you can really affect these companies is with your wallet. If you don't, if, if Madden numbers dip, if this is the lowest, like, selling Madden in 15 years, EA will wake up. If this is the lowest selling 2K in years, 2K will wake up. But that won't happen because they're the only things out there. And people will buy them just to play with their friends. So it's just, it's a very vicious cycle we're in. But I do feel like video games are still fun. You might have to play some things outside of you. You might have to diversify yourself. Play some new games. I know, like, there's a lot of games that are um, card now, like deck builders, kind of card games. And some people are like, Ugh, I don't want to play a card game. Some of them are really good. Like, one of my personal favorites, check out Grifflands by Clay Studios. The same studio that made Don't Starve, Shank, Market the Ninja. Those are some of their, like, key games. They created Grifflands. Grifflands is the RPG deck builder. It's a roguelike RPG deck builder. There we go. It's so much fun. There's so much content in the games, like... I think it's like 20 bucks too. Maybe like $25. I know it's under 30 for sure. It might be like 20 bucks. I bought it in when it was in early access too. And the game is actually in version 1 and going forward. So good. Like it's such a good game. Uh, Dead Cells on Steam. It's on Switch and some other platforms. It's on Steam, Xbox, some other places. It's on Game Pass too. Dead Cells is on Game Pass. Check out Dead Cells. So good. Like it's a rogue. It's one of my favorite roguelike games. Of course you got Hades. The sports games, I mean, there's so many other games out there, but you need to maybe diversify and just expand what you play. You know, check out some other stuff. Don't just play Call of Duty and don't just play, you know, Madden and 2K because your homies play it. If you're tired of those games, branch into some other stuff. If you have game, if you have also, if you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, you're doing yourself a massive disservice. Like, you, you should have it. You should have Game Pass because there's so many games you get for what, $15 a month? Just check them out. Just check them out. Play 30 minutes. See if you like it. Just try some shit. Like, that's, I think Game Pass is really going to help open up more eyes to a lot more indie games, which is so great, which is what they deserve. On Switch, on Nintendo, there's a lot of sales on indie games, too. Steam, of course, there's a lot of sales. So does PlayStation. So there are indie games out there that are different and can be a lot of fun, but just got to find them and try them. Like, Game Pass would be the best place, honestly, because you don't, if you already have Game Pass, just play them for free and just check them out for 30 minutes, an hour, and see if you like it. If not, you know, you can just delete it. No harm, no foul. But yeah, I feel like video games are still fun. I think just kind of how the video game landscape has changed with, you know, microtransactions and season passes and how Battle Royales are set up and being free-to-play games, but in order to get, like, further along, you have to buy, like, the season or something. Like, there's, there's a lot. It's, it's kind of weird. But at the core, a lot of games are still a lot of fun. You just might have to, you know, try some other stuff and, you know, play. You know, you might just have to try some new games and expand your horizons. And, you know, variety is the spice of life. So check out some new games. Check out some indie games. Um, look them up on YouTube. Follow them on Twitter. All that good stuff. But thank you for checking out this brand new episode of the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. Once again, I'll be trying to drop podcasts twice a month so this will be this one and another one in july hopefully i can keep this rolling i kind of want my second episode in july is going to be we got to be stay tuned to check that one out always you can follow me on twitter instagram facebook you can uh subscribe to the youtube channel uh, you can actually find the digital chef facebook page like the page i try to get i gather we actually work on that because i haven't put a whole lot on there but we're working on that i've also been working on my own my own catering pop-up catering business, food business, if you will. I mean, I'll do a podcast on that, too, where I'll talk about what I've been working on personally. 
And um, yeah, so that's it. But thank you to everyone that's listening to the podcast. I'm gonna try to do it more consistently. I'm trying to get it out there a little bit more often. I know I got fans all over. I got people who listen to the podcast all over the world, which is really really crazy. Thank you, everybody, everywhere that has listened, and support the podcast. And if you're new to the podcast, you're like, what happened? To, what happened to the Order of Podcast? This is the same podcast. Don't go anywhere. If you like the Order of Podcast from before, this is still it. I changed the name a couple of episodes ago. I did an episode talking about the name change, so check that one out too. Over and forever, slicing, dicing, gaming. It's not just a motto. The lifestyle. See you next podcast. Later.